it's Veronica. This is Chris. This is Andrew. And this is Jack, and welcome to another edition of the only podcast that matters. On this week, we're actually going to be discussing something a little serious, but still making fun of everything. We'll find a, yeah, we'll find a way to, to, <laughs> yeah. to wring a few jokes out and, of it. And uh, this week we actually have a new guest as opposed to some of the other guests you heard on the show. We have Mr. Joe Palisano. Hello everyone out there. <laughs> hey Joe. He, he's hey our, Joe. <laughs> he's our, I guess you want to call him, I don't want to say expert, but the uh, highest ranking subject Average. Is it? Well, well still. A, yes. uh, an additional contributor. Oh, very, very happy to have your input, Joe. Of course. Thanks, Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me here. Of course. Controversial Anytime. topic? Uh, it's only controversial because people want it to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, which is part of what we're discussing today. Exactly. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Chris and I are going to be uh, doubting Thomas's, if you will. Uh, we're, I, I, I'm going to say we're the ones who are not firmly committed to a belief structure as such, yeah, and, a religious um, belief structure. Jack, my wife, and obviously Joe are going to be more of the, I'd say you say pro side, you know, the, yeah. strongly. They, team they, heaven. If you want team to- heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team heaven and team hell. Yeah, Chris um, and I are going to hell with gasoline draws yeah, on. That's right. Andrew's driving the bus, yeah. though. Hell Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for those wondering why Ryan's not here, well, no offense, we love Ryan, but apparently, according to Chris and Andrew, he's a bit of a douche when it comes he to religion. He is a devout atheist. <laughs> he is. He he's he very in nothing. Exactly. He, he he doesn't. But on top of that, he's unlike Andrew and I, who see the merits of of religion and understand people's appreciation for it, and uh, on a certain level, devotion to it. Ryan has zero appreciation yeah, for that. He literally. He, he literally doesn't. And we do not want yeah. this to be a debate show. This is more of a discussion like the, the majority of our shows. <laughs> yeah. Overall, yeah. We, we do some debate. Yeah, and but I, I wouldn't want to do that, especially since this is Joe's first time. And of course. Yeah. Jack, for at least for the subject matter, Jack's first time speaking, I wouldn't want Ryan to just... Because he'd just get mad. He, he even he said would. It, it wouldn't be funny. That that's part of the reason Ryan isn't contributing. And we're not Gosh. saying that's to call him out for anything. It's no, just, no. Yeah. That's just, he he that's wants us to have a good show. Yeah, exactly. That's his belief. And he's yeah. being respectful of every, the beliefs of everyone here. We're being respectful of his. And just not turning this into a big, you know, um, flame war. Yeah, <laughs> basically. yeah exactly. Flame war. Yeah. We're so, going to have a prayer right now. For the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Oh, everybody, oh. everybody grab Zing. <laughs> yeah, you three hold hands. Yes. Andrew and I are just going to watch this and yeah. question it. <laughs> so actually, I have something funny to say. Um, while I was doing a job search earlier today, um, I found that in Freehold... The there is a Baptist church. That's a that, town in New Jersey. This yes, isn't I'm a sexual sorry. euphemism, people. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's a, a Long Branch, uh, Freehold, oh Middlesex Sex. County. <laughs> anyway, New Jersey's there's a dirty actually state. a Baptist church looking for a minister of music. Woo! Nice. And I immediately sent this yes. to Chris because yes. just the fact that it says minister of music is an what event. a great title. Yeah, if it, but it's a Baptist church, and I'm like, I don't know if I get behind the whole donkey people in in water kind of thing <laughs> mentality yeah. like you said yeah exactly i mean if they were doing it and i was able to sit there and play dust in the wind or something and kind of keep it perspective, <laughs> i'm in you know it's, and, it's, uh, it's like, i bless you in the name of steve perry yes <laughs> i bless you with that old, that old simpsons episode where they put the garden in the garden you know it's like you know he comes in for confession it's like you have to go pray to the saint nugent yes yeah <laughs> But anyway, we actually know we want to have a serious discussion, and obviously, Joe. The reason we brought you in here is because uh, what do you consider yourself as religiously? 
Uh, our actual title would be a Pentecostal. A Pentecostal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack, um, Roman Catholic. Veronica, Roman Catholic. Okay. And, and we wanted this again to just be just to be balanced. We didn't want it to be like a sit and have it be like a bashing show or no, a, we're not no. a questioning show. We just really want this to be a discussion because it's it's a topic that is one of those. You don't bring it up a conversation because you don't know who's the what yeah, the other. Yeah, it's, it's a real is, conversational taboo. Yeah. And yes. we're fine with spearheading that, which is why we just want to openly <laughs> yeah, talk about that. it, but but not from one side. Spearhead, so that's why yes. we want to. And now, Andrew, would you classify yourself as agnostic? Agnostic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, and, and likewise Thomas. with myself. Yeah. I mean, not, again, not that I have anything against religion. I don't subscribe to a particular belief system. Yeah. But I, I believe, uh, frankly. Almost all of them, at least the ones I'm aware of, have something <laughs> of value to offer. California. But at the same time, I think yeah. At the same time, I think overall there is a an overall message which is well. Let me well, actually well. Let me kind of get the ball rolling as far as explaining why I don't believe in it or follow a particular belief system, and that's because overall I think what the majority of religions want is for you to or anybody to treat others with respect. And be loving and moral and just overall a good person and, and yeah. give to others and be selfless and be a good, you know, member of society, be a good family member, whether it's a son, brother, father, you know, mother, daughter, sister, anything. And I think that's the big theme through the majority of let's let's say the the mainstream religions, because, you know, each one has a the different three, uh, if you want. Yeah, yeah, each one has has a different. Yeah, I have different sects and subgenres. <laughs> or I go with the music references, but um, I, I think that's the overall theme. Which, for me personally, like that's one of the reasons I don't follow a belief system because I don't look at it as that I would have to in order to be any of those things. You know, I am a loving person. I am good to the people around me, and I consider myself to be a contributing member of society, not just through the podcast. If you're thinking I'm that narrow-minded, but. <laughs> Overall, I, I think that's that's what that's the point of religion is to basically have you be a good moral person. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> and the balls roll. That's me. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's just what I believe. I mean, who, who would care to define no, I, their? Belief I get what you're saying. You don't need something at. that you feel needs to reinforce those kind of common human traits. Is what you're saying, pretty much. Right. Yeah. I mean, you you wouldn't think so. Like that's why I think it's interesting that there's such a, a touchy. Mm-hmm. We were kind of on a tangent about this the other day. Well, two of my friends and I last night we were having dinner. It's kind of a touchy subject when anyone says anything about teaching morals in school because people immediately go to religion as being, you know, oh, you're gonna if you're gonna teach religion to students, it's like no, not that. It's like teach people to be good moral good people. people. Yeah. You could yeah. teach that to children and they'll understand the concept mm-hmm. of it without. Well, that goes that pushing a goes certain with, belief um, system on them. That also goes like Joe and I were speaking about like the the I, I don't know if belief or theory of um. Uh, uh, not creationism. Uh, what was it? Artificial. Uh, artificial. <sighs> intelligent design. Strike two. Yeah, strike two. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, intelligent design. Joe and I were talking about that, and they they uh, we brought up the movie um, 
expelled, expelled. from with Ben Stein, yeah. which a lot of people turned around and said, "Oh, he edited the hell out of it, and he's, he only showed the bad parts." And every like, documentary, that's every documentary. That. Well, every documentary and every documentarian obviously gets because they're yeah. they're showing a certain side of it. Of course, of course. Yeah. you know, you're gonna if you want to argue one side, you're gonna show the worst of the other side, which that can be conferred to and Jesus the best camp. of your side, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, likewise, totally. yeah, with a movie like Jesus Camp, which yeah, is obviously ex- extremism. Yes. yes, to the nth degree. Almost. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, and I'm not saying that to to bash on it just literally when you look at that it's yeah no the know. people in that movie oh, yeah. no, that, where it's literally yeah. like that movie's like so unco- holy war it's just Earth. uncomfortable to watch it is i saw it, the it's trailer just brainwashing. i haven't seen the movie yeah it's brainwashing at its best and i don't mean to you know not that for anybody's belief no, they're but pan- it, they also no they consider them as born born agains right yeah. i thought yeah, they I mean, were evangelical yeah. yeah yeah evangelical yeah, they would be somewhere in the same category as i am you think? Yeah, just it, it's just they took it to a they took it to another extreme. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. where they're, where they're yeah. banning things like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, saying that it's immoral and you'll go to hell if you read this. And yeah, I mean, there's, and, that's know. con and that's constant controversy even between fellow Christians. You know, everyone still has a level of of where that should be and where it should stop and stuff like that. And um, the fact that there is good and evil out there, obviously, because we believe in God and we believe in the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah. Some good and evil right there. And so um, I know some some people's uh, perspective on Harry Potter, per se, would be that um, even though there is a good and evil side, it's still all sorcery, which we still do believe to be somewhat real. And we believe that the devil... He can do anything. So, so whether it be sorcery or whatever, whatever is out there, we believe that it could he's be perpo- possible. He's perpetuating exactly, it. and he's going to do it any way he can. So, we just—I know maybe there's people in Jesus camp. Maybe she feels like, well, if they dabble in it even just remotely, they're going to become some sort of uh, sorcerers, or, or they're be tempted, oh, yeah. or, or somehow yeah. develop an interest though, in it, even though on, a, on so, the surface level. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that that comes down to parenting where the parents have to you know tell them yeah. like you know what's no listen it's like, just a book yeah i mean you know? yeah it's a book For and a movie real. and it's a story yeah. Yeah. You know, a woman thought this up in a coffee shop one day to get herself out of it's debt. Not, and exactly. yeah, it's not taking the place of the bible or anything like that it's it's, it's entertainment and it's not even like they yeah. knock they don't even mention Jesus or God or anything in there at all. So it's not even like they're saying, "Oh yeah, we're we're going against the Christian beliefs or the Catholics beliefs." Yeah, they're not blatantly. Going yeah, after it's just anything. no. They focus and it's on kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So death things have, definitely have to be explained. To, yeah, to of kids, course. I think. It comes down but again. Not, it comes down to the parents. Not so strongly uh, opinionated as they were, like in Jesus' camp. Yeah, that, which again, I did right, not yeah. see the whole thing. I only saw a very small part of. What's your take? But, Being someone who is religious, what did you think of what you saw as far as? Um, granted, like we've said, the worst of. Again, it definitely, yeah, it was definitely an extreme. It's not exactly what I believe. I I can understand a point or two. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, The part that I saw, I saw, like, the one lady talking to some of the kids. The heavyset lady? Yeah, I saw her chatting to, like, the group of kids. Um, And I think she was talking about Harry Potter for the moment. It was a while ago I saw it. Um, By far, she took it very extreme. Like, I mean, there's small little things maybe I can understand slightly. But yeah, um, but to the, to because, the overall message. Because there's reality. You know, mm-hmm. we do believe there is reality to that. Um, but yeah, it was that was definitely extreme. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. I mean, like, 
at least in my mind, because I, I like I, I've said to Joe, because him and I have always had these conversations ever since I started working for the one company, the last company I worked for. Yeah. Um, I like theology overall, whether it be Greek gods or you know the big three or you know, Buddhism, anything. I'll just take it all in. And even like Chris said, they all have pretty much the same message, except for Taoism, which is just shit happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, don't, I think it's debatable as far as like you know, like uh, the Muslim belief system and all well, that. No, that, and again, that's because it's, like Joe said, it's it's skewed in the media. The honest belief of the Muslims, it, it, I see it as a comic book series, okay? You have the, the Jewish Torah, which is the Old Testament. I was raised Roman Catholic, nine years of school. Um, <laughs> it's the, this is coming from an educated place, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, I, I, you know, like Joe and the rest of and the uh, you know Jack, Veronica, and the rest of us, we read the Bible. The Torah is the Old Testament expanded upon from like Abraham and things like that. Then obviously you have the Bible, you know, which goes into the story of Jesus and how he led his apostles around and you know spread his message. And then you have the Quran, which goes beyond Jesus. They believe in Jesus. They believe he was a. Uh, I don't want to say saint. What's a, a teacher? A, fig- yeah. a, a philosopher? Some- yeah, something more. Like a prophet. A prophet. Thank you. Prophet. Thank you. A okay. prophet. They believe he existed. He wasn't the son of God. I don't think they believe that Mo- they believe in Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, not sure, so I'm not going to quote anybody. I don't think he, Muhammad was the son of God. I think he was just another prophet, just someone who was I very in contact. So, yeah. But he wrote the Quran. That's what their belief system is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, again, I just see it as a big, like, you know, a trilogy. You know, and, that, and that's what it is in my mind. They all we all believe in the same deity. There's yeah. one Fatherhead. Mm-hmm. You know, it just varies from there. You know, the Jews only believe that there's that that there's just God, Yahweh, whatever. Christians believe that there's the Holy Trilogy, you know, the, the Holy uh, Trinity. Trinity. You know, I, I saw, almost you, said Trilogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars fans, two of our contributors believe in the Holy Trilogy <laughs> for sure. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas believes in the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <Lucas laughs> twice, two times over. Yeah, right? that's right. Uh, I gotta rewrite this. So, you know, the Holy, story. the Holy Spirit, got, you know, Yahweh and Jesus, and then obviously the Muslims believe the same figurehead, but then it was transgressed down to Muhammad. And with every belief is a different belief in hell, which I want right. to talk. You know, which why I want to say, what is your belief in hell? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You mean what yeah, gets like, people into hell? Yeah. Well, not so much what gets, but obviously... What is Yeah, what is your definition? What's your perception? According to what you hear in church every day. Well, well, every Sunday. Hell is Satan's hanging spot. <laughs> <laughs> that is so... It's his crib, yo! It's his crib. That is so 80s metal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's his chill. chill That's, is that it? Satan's lounge. This is man cave. Come on That's in. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. Dark Prince's bachelor pad. <laughs> I'll use that, please. <laughs> I, that's going in the show description. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I'm sorry, Joe. Please no, continue. No, no, no. Um, what's your call? Yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's, that's where Satan dwells. Uh, he took a third of the angels with him when he left heaven. Oh, so you actually have a number. Yeah, he took a third. a third of the angels. Yeah, a third okay. angels left with him. Voluntarily? Um, voluntarily. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll see. Uh, so you don't believe in the war? What, which war? Maybe. Uh, Between God and Satan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. No, All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, long story short, he got jealous. Yes. He thought he could be God. Uh-huh. Uh, God banished him. Yeah. And a uh, third of angels went with him. Okay. So, 
with him. <laughs> he went down to the crib, y'all. Word. said with him. <laughs> he went with him. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that H? We hanging with the prince, yo. Yeah. So, uh... We going down to Hizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, wow. we have to make it. Say, yeah. Well, we can't make this too serious. We totally. Yeah. Come on in, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Don't mind those flames. We'll turn it down for you. Yes. I'm sorry, so, I just put on some softer music for you. <laughs> so I th- Wait, did I insert... I forget now. <laughs> Hell must I be answer. full of ladies because I bet there's a beat playing yeah. for all the guys. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> all it's of Lady us Gaga anyway. again? Yeah, totally. They play. It's all they play is, down there. Yes, is is Lady Gaga and Kesha and Lil Wayne. And Kesha. That's hell for Andrew and I. Oh yeah. It's God. like, let's drive this bus fast. Maybe we'll, yeah, we maybe we'll crash and end up somewhere else. <laughs> Purgatory sounds nicer about yes. now. Purgatory. The nice. waiting room. Yeah, I totally. Do, I do have some of that, actually, though. Um, with As far as different religions, I actually um, I don't remember who told me this, though. I believe it was like a missionary or something that came in and brought it up. And it was a pretty interesting point that uh, one of the greatest things about what we believe in as Christians is and even Catholics really is that uh, that we're we're really one of the only religions that actually has a God that rose from the dead and he's actually alive again. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of other religions, they're dead. They like Muhammad's dead. They go they go to his grave. Uh, Buddha is dead. I just just that to separate one religion from another. I would think if you're even going to go into a religion that. You would believe that if your God is that powerful, he could raise himself from the dead. So I would think that that would sway you a bit from one religion to another. I don't I know. see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? If, you're if, if go there's that a figurehead, route, then yeah. it would be that powerful that they don't need to cease to exist. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Exactly. Or, I mean, the, the explanation, I'm not saying this is, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. going by that logic in that there is still a presence through the believers, and that's how... Oh, that's let's how say the, let's say how the, the spirit of a deity lives on. Gotcha. I, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm saying that could be an interpretation. I'm just thinking that based based no, on kind of what too. you said. Yeah. Um, it's, it's. I mean, we it's have... kind of relative because there's no except Scientology. There's no like one person you can point the finger to. <laughs> where it's yeah. like, okay, that's the dude who's responsible. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, even with regard to Christianity, it's like I mean, Jesus, from what I understand, was Jewish. So it's like you can't you can point to him to a certain degree. Yeah. But. I don't know. That's what I mean. As far as as far as one figurehead, like you said, there are certainly a few that you can say is like, oh, this person existed, and you know, the message is being followed, but they're worshipped as a god figure. Whereas- well, and the, and and as far as Jesus Christ is concerned, uh, it, we believe them to be uh, the same: God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Which okay. which the easiest way to put it? Because it's like, well, how can three people be one? Right. One of the easiest ways to put it is, I don't know if you ever heard the egg. Like an egg is one thing, mm-hmm. but there's still a shell, the yolk, and, you know. Oh, I see. Uh, the white sense. Part. Still one thing. Or actually, my father-in-law, he's a pastor, put it in a really cool term, too, that he actually has three roles. He's mm-hmm. he's a father, he's a pastor, and he's a son. Oh, so, I see. So, uh, again, three roles. So it, then it becomes a little bit easier to understand how three people can actually be one person. I see. And so, so yeah. That, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, does anybody here believe in, I, I'm sure I know what the answer is, but again, for the sake of discussion, in, let's say, as depicted in, from what I understand, Jesus Camp, and from certain, uh, especially these days, you know, r- religious groups, which I would judge as being extreme, as God is a 
vengeful, punishing God who who is you know watching every step you make, and as soon as you step out of line, or if you're gay, or if you um, have let's say premarital sex and all that, that you you are being punished, and you know God is something to be feared. Absolutely no. not. Okay. Because I don't get that message at all. Again, as someone who doesn't follow beliefs, my, my thing is I look at it as it has more to do, like I said, with being moral and with being a good person. And I believe yeah. if God does exist, God has to be a presence of whatever makes you love the most and be the best person and not to be something to be feared yeah. or, or have something to be afraid of. Because when you're afraid, you're not contributing. Well, I have a family member who says to fear him is to love him, but I don't necessarily – believe that at all i think if you're you know you believe in god he's an accepting person no matter what age race gender creed you know if you're gay i mean i don't think that's you know a sin at all or you know people who take that extreme to you know that homosexuals cause this in the world and they're evil and you know other groups it 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 doesn't resonate with me i don't think that at all i don't think to fear him is to love him is a valid concept i guess you want to say no i see what you mean because yeah. it sounds like a contradiction if it's you like fear... you, you live in fear it's like then yeah. to live in fear is no, not living at all it yeah like a if you if you fear if you fear let's say your your father your biological father yeah and you are constantly in fear of being punished i mean maybe I you'll love grow him from a biological him. standpoint yeah, yeah no, that'll I mean, cause it. you can't I, I don't think those two things can coexist if you live harmoniously in a, if you live in a strict household a strict religious household i mean they're and you go by that mentality, it's only going to cause rebellion to the next generation, to the next generation. It's not even a healthy healthy household. It's not a healthy way to live, to live that way. I think if you believe in God, you have to believe he's loving and accepting for whatever whatever you are. Right. That's what I mean. I would think that's what the overwhelming message should be. And he, he, he is. He is. But I think what gets misconstrued is that he's fair. And mm-hmm. he says what he says, and he will do what he says, though. Mm-hmm. So he has – I don't want to really call them rules. Well, I mean, obviously, you have the Ten Commandments. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there, there is a like rule that. book so, yeah, so <laughs> in every you hotel. Could, you, could say, exactly, <laughs> you could say the rules. I like to call them strongly suggested guidelines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But um, Like the Pirate's Code. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, some people can take being just as being mean. A kid can take his parent, who is rightfully giving them what they may deserve, right. a proper punishment for whatever they have done, and take that as being mean, or take that as the understanding that, yeah, I really did actually do something wrong, right. and okay. this is what I deserve. Yeah, But there's a lot of people who take that out of context, and it's just constantly other mean, other mean, mm-hmm. other mean. And no, that's, see, that's no, the, from a dis- disciplinarian standpoint, you have to, you know... Keep the balance. Yes. But you can't, you know... I don't it's think, not a dictatorship. Yeah, it's yeah, not a like constant yeah. fear. Just, I mean, know. No, no. Def- I think the fear is the fear of knowing that you will get disciplined. So you have to have a strong understanding that he is totally loving. He yes. absolutely loves you. But the fear is that there will be a discipline if you do something wrong. And so that's a, that's a healthy balance. See, to uh, have no, to have both. And I can yeah, be- and some people take that fear thing pretty. Oh, of course, yeah. Like yeah, the and, Westboro and, Baptist Church. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. Actually, I may not know about that. <laughs> what is the you West- don't know, you don't know Westboro Baptist Church? What's that? These are the people that protest the soldiers' funerals. They, with the, the, you know, the, funerals the signs outside that God loves the, dead the soldiers. soldiers. Yeah. I am Those totally dead, not the, on protesting. Yeah. No, I understand. It's I'm not saying anyone's cause. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't help at all. But saying, but they're all, the message was basically like, 
these soldiers who were gay died because no, they it doesn't were even gay. matter. No, they were oh, just, just general, regular just soldiers. Oh, was it yeah. general? I thought yeah, specifically they were going to protest soldiers. the girl who got killed in that Tucson tragedy. The little girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I knew that. My goodness. They were going to yeah. protest yeah. Officer Matlaws. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it, see. Yeah, look, that's, that's no point. Why like, even give some sort of reason for that? There are there reasons. Evil people. God, God yeah. hates. They're, they're being yeah. punished. Oh, yes, yeah. So, like that's that's the thing. It's like if if that's the way it is in this world where there's where people believe in a vengeful God and all that, then why are they even bothering to, to tell us? Because mm-hmm. apparently he's going to handle it anyway. <laughs> like, it's that's no like, way. That's why I don't understand. It's you know? no like, way to it doesn't live. Seem... And, and and well, I explained this to Andrew one day that. There is a certain point where I feel like I have I have a duty to tell people about God, but it has to be put into Oh use the I analogy have to have the you opportunity. said. Use the, the ocean analogy, analogy that I used actually I think came from Sonny from POD. Really? Uh, yeah, actually. Because <laughs> they asked him why does he do Ozfest? And he told him he said and I love the analogy, he said that if someone is drowning out in the ocean and you know you can swim and go save them you would do it you'd go get them mm-hmm. and so it's the same way in our belief we feel like well if this if this person may not accept Christ into their heart that is one of the things that it says in the bible to do so they won't go to heaven mm-hmm. um and so our job is to tell them about all these things in the bible stuff like that tell them what's up and they make the decision on their own but those those protesters really pound it into you yeah, right, and, and and you're not going to win anyone that way. No, 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 no way. That's yeah. that's the thing. It's, it's yeah, it, it, encouraging fear. Yeah, it's, more it's than anything hate, else. Fear, it's like hate, wrath. It's completely yeah. imbalanced. And the same and the same thing could go for like the jihadists and the people who say, "Oh, America must die." Who of the Muslim belief? It's like you're never going to win people over that way. Yeah, yeah. you know. Which, I mean, there is a truth to it. There's a reality to it. That I mean, it even says in the Bible that the road to heaven is narrow and the road to hell is is wide. Yeah. So I mean, it's it is it's done almost. I mean, it's it's it is what it is. There is very few believers. Oh, of course. Um, but the thing is, like, I see people drowning, and I mm-hmm. don't want people to drown. Yeah. No, you want to be able yeah. to swim out. There I want to be some, able to help. No, them. that and that's yeah. fine. But you're going about it the right way. It's like you we'll walk up to like you know like we're having the podcast right now. Yeah. You know, you're you're converting, and whoever listens to this, you're turning around saying this is what it's up. You know, if, if you turn around about, and say, about. oh, you know what, I'm going to go to church now, you've obviously saved them, yeah. you yeah. know, however you want to say it. Yeah. Going back to the vengeful, wrathful God thing, um, because I like studying theology, the the Jewish religion in the Torah doesn't even believe in a hell, as far as I'm concerned, if anyone would like no, to write it's, in. it's a Sheol, I believe. It's not hell. Sheol? Sheol, if, if I'm understanding correctly. Okay. Well, that is their... Uh, Disciplinary area. That's uh, yeah. That's uh, the detention hall. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I got. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, as, well, as far as I knew, and again, like if, not a hell as such, but that's where like, it's like the, they, they they wait until they get into heaven because uh, yeah. according to at least from what I've read, they're all going to heaven anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, the you know, folk. yeah, th- that uh, they believe that the life you have here, that you're living right now, is where you're, you're not only you're supposed to praise God, but you're supposed to live it up. You're supposed to enjoy your life here because you're eventually going to meet Him anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we as Christians, Catholics, believe in the hell and heaven and purgatory, which I don't need to reiterate. Yeah, and then the Muslims, as far as I know, again, if there's any Muslims listening, please write in. Um, they believe in hell also, but they don't believe that it's Satan's hangout. They believe that Satan is not so much like an angel next to God, like he's not Lucifer anymore, okay. but God still goes, tempt him. 
See what see if you can lead him astray. Mm. You know, I, I want to see if he it, test his faith. And if obviously if they do, you know, he does lead him astray, he goes to hell, but only for so long. Hmm. You know, say I don't want to put numbers on different negative actions, but like, oh, you murder somebody, oh, you're in hell for like an eon or whatever. But then eventually, because he's a loving God, you are invited back up to heaven. You served your penance. You did. You sat in the corner with the dunce cap on already. Hmm. You did yeah. your time. Which, in my mind, I'm like that. That to me, going back to the justice and being fair thing, sounds a little bit better. Because you're still being a disciplinarian. You're still telling your child, like, listen, you, you, you were naughty. You did something wrong. Now go sit in your room. Mm-hmm. But just like we are as physical beings here, the child's eventually going to come out of the room, right? Yeah. You got to come out for dinner. Or you got to come out and, you know, yeah, I still love you. Yeah, That's just my yeah. my take on it. No, I hear you on that. You know, yeah. not to you know, not to stray away, but again, you see all the skewed views on TV, like the Muslims are bombing us and they you know die America and Great Britain die. No, I want to learn what their God does. And, yeah, you know things like that. Plus, they have some pretty cool angels. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the Quran is one of the few books where you actually hear the word Israel in it, which is um, my nickname in a lot of, like, you know, online chat boards and things like that, which can go into the, the demonology belief, if you will, you know, where is, there were four main angels when God created the earth. There's Raphael, Michael, Uriel, and Israel. When God was going to create man, according to the creationist belief, he asked the four angels to go to earth and grab him a uh, bag, of, a bag of soil. To test the angels, much in the way, same way that he, that Lucifer tra- turned around and said, "Why are we worshiping these people?" Oh, I forgot Lucifer. I forgot that he was one of the five angels. I'm sorry. The three of them—Raphael, Uriel, and uh, Michael—argued. Israel went down, grabbed it, came back, said, "Here, here's your dirt." That's why Israel is the angel of death, and that the the belief is going back to like um, like the 17th century and like the the, the uh, Renaissance paintings and whatnot. If you were a vengeful soul if you were an evil person he would rip your soul from the body that's where they get the 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 image of the grim reaper with the scythe where he literally reave your soul from your body if you were a good soul you'd see a beautiful angel in front of you and he would offer you an apple and he would take a bite of the apple and you'd be brought to heaven that's just what i've read you know again if there's people out there who study theology that are better than us that listen to this show please write in (laughs) we'd love to hear it please please we want we want to hear respect because we want this to be a, a discussion yeah, I'm not, not knocking a, anyone. Not a verbal you know? war. No, no, no. we're like you know. Again, Andrew and I aren't, aren't criticizing anybody. It's just we're curious. Uh, just yeah, we're curious. Yeah, talk yeah. to us about it. We yeah. want to know about it. It's kind of like why I sit on the fence. It's like like I said to Joe, I'm, I'm the Dowdy Thomas. I want to see the I want to see the holes in his hands and the and the wound on his side. Then mm-hmm. I'll turn around and be like, all right, yeah, you were right. I get it. But I'm not going to completely disown it either, because what is atheism? The belief in nothing. Nothing. Yeah. What do you have to live for then? At least, you know, at least in yeah. my mind, it's like, yeah, I realize that this is the this is a physical the physical world, but I would hope that I'd I'd want to have that hope that when I die, there is something else. Yeah. Yeah. There is right. I do get to see my grandfather, my grandmother, and family members that I never got to see or I loved when they were here on this planet. You know? Right. And in the form that I saw them as either a child or you know, an adult or whatever. A recognizable yeah. form yeah, Exactly, anyway. yeah. Yes. You know? Not just we're all, you know... Dots like, floating yeah, around. Totally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> little beams little, of light. Yeah, little orbs <laughs> floating, nice through, beam. floating through space. Yeah, really. Yeah. I really like what you've done with that uh, that alpha wave. <laughs> <laughs> Looks spectacular. Veronica, what does religion mean to you? Belief and and what you hold to be 
your faith? What does that mean to you? How would you define that? This is funny because the semester that I'm in right now, I'm taking comparative religion. This was a question that went around the classroom too. Oh, cool. You can't answer it. Nobody in the class could answer it either. We had to sit there and define faith and define belief and distinguish them from each other. It's incredibly hard. Faith is a feeling to me. It's something that you feel deep within you that you can't you can't argue somebody's faith. And belief is something like you don't have to see it to know it's there, but that's where faith comes in. Okay. Like that's the best way I can describe it. I can't describe it any other way. Yeah. But um you have to just excuse me, my voice is not great. I don't feel good. But um yeah, that's I mean it's right. a feeling to me. Like when I'm out and about in the world, like I know that God is there with me no matter what. I know that he's always there if I need him. If I ever want him, I can just go to any church that I participate with. If it's Catholic, I'll go there. If it's not Catholic, I won't go. Um, but that's the way I was raised. I was raised never. You don't worship in another religion. You can respect it, but you don't practice what they practice. You know what I mean? Now, to me, that's just more of a reason to kind of separate people, which is, is one of the issues I have with religion as far as it's and, – and it's a human characteristic. It's not an ideological characteristic. Which is true. I mean, for the way I'm looking at it anyway, I'm not. But again, not being a student of any particular religion, I, I, don't, I can't say if it's ideological I or was not. raised in an old Catholic house, though, like the mm-hmm. old Catholic beliefs, not like the new – like in the Catholic religion, there was two giant councils that went on. One called Vatican I was the first council – in like I think it was before the eighties it happened and that was when the really strict like you weren't supposed to ever even read the Bible. You mm-hmm. were never supposed to ask questions to the priest. You were supposed to just what he says, that's it. The priest didn't even look at you when he when he did mass, his back was to you because he was mm. asking God to yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, that seems more like a cryptic way to control yeah. people. Yeah, Vatican well, two yeah, came around and then the council Vatican two, the sequel. <laughs> yes. I just love that it's Vatican three. Yes. Vatican two, second coming. <laughs> it's true. Vatican two question mark. Yeah, totally. Yes. Vatican two came around. Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> yes. Sorry. That's okay. And that's where everything changed and now it's way more lenient. You can ask questions, you can read. They want you to be inquisitive. It's completely the other way around. Okay. Yeah. Which it's thing? more open. It's not as it's more and I'll strict be, do what you're told. And I'll be honest, I don't agree with everything in my religion. You know what I mean? I will question things and I'll be like, that's crap. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, true, the Pope, I don't like him. He's like um, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine right now. I don't yeah. like him. You know what I mean? I'm really sorry. And you're just doing a cheer routine behind when his you, <laughs> When you go from Pope John Paul II, who was like, I would have given anything for him just to touch my hand. To me, like seeing him would have been like being meeting Gerard place. Butler. No, <laughs> no, not that good. No, not that good. <laughs> but like, I, I see the look on your face, and I'm like, that's the same look she has when 300 comes on. No, no, no. Uh, that's a whole different story. Yeah, but I bet. <laughs> no, yeah. it's yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, really. Yes, that this kind of thing gets you in trouble. I'm sorry. Anyway, Pope John Paul. He, right now, is in the process of becoming a saint, which I believe he will be. Him as the Pope was one of the most 
understanding, wonderful, beautiful things ever. Mm-hmm. He had no bias towards anybody. You know, this Pope with the whole Harry Potter thing, you're not even supposed to look at Harry Potter. You're not supposed to read the books. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. I thought he's one That's of a deal breaker. I'm sorry. That's a deal breaker. I'm out. I can't do ja- it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jack's I like, we're going it. for wings on Friday. <laughs> and may God strike me. I'm really sorry. Forgive me. But the dude looks like a gremlin. I can't do it. Well, aside he does from that, look like, like the Emperor from Star Wars. Like a gremlin. Aside I can't from do that, it. doesn't that seem more he's like his like, interpretation? Yeah. I mean, do you think he literally is like... Um, a, a direct link to no. God, or do you think they he's just the the earthly figurehead for the religion? Because that's the way I look. By at definition, it. I, he's supposed to be the leader of the church, and he is supposed to be the closest thing to God. In but my, does, does he have? I don't think any, is, he, is he getting in the in the VIP box in heaven? No. You think? I don't think so. All right, he's got no. tickets. I don't. Yeah, think that's he, what I'm asking for. I'm like, is he a bo- seats, totally? Does he have box seats like waiting for him? Because it's like, well, you're you know, you're the pope. He's not Thanks for coach. your help. Um, first class we've got an all-you-can-eat buffet, an open <laughs> yeah. bar. Nope, no, but there. make yourself at home. Yeah, totally. That, like that's what I'm wondering. Like, is he? Does he stand a better chance than you do at getting into heaven? Aside no. from like behaviorally, no, I'd say. absolutely not. Okay, yeah. All right. But, uh, honestly, I'm sure some people think so, but that's why I'm asking. Like, if what your I met take him, is. I would still be very respectful. Like, oh, I would too. This is the Pope. And I'm not going to say anything against him. I would kiss his ring. Everything like you're supposed to do. Fine. Because I'm doing it for God, I'm not doing it for him. You know what right, I mean? Right. I'm doing it for the leader of my church, even though I don't agree with everything he says. Whatever, mm-hmm. fine. So, so Jack, going back to the reference I just made, what what keeps you from eating wings on a Friday during Lent? All right, well, mine's a little bit more... I mean, I would describe my religion as more spiritual, I would say. I went to CCD for you know first grade through eighth grade. I was raised in a household where we go to church every Saturday night, sometimes on Sunday mornings. Did you go Christmas Eve and Christmas morning? Just or Christmas Eve. Okay. Christmas Eve. We would we wouldn't go to the midnight mass. We would go to the you know the latest one. The like, I got you. Yeah. Like the 8 p.m. kind of thing. But um, the, the late show. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Um, <laughs> but my religion, what I feel is a little bit more spiritual. I say prayers twice a day, and I'm like like Veronica said. I know if God is there, I can always look to Him for anything, and I don't feel I have to go to a church to ask for guidance in a way or. You know, say a prayer or to you know look to that hope. I don't think I would have to go to a church, but anywhere I think God is omnipresent, and you know my faith to me is a little bit more of a backing. Like I have something that you know I could fall back on, Bad. and yeah, something that you know guides me in a way to doing the right thing, knowing what's right, what's wrong, what choice to make. It's, I mean, I'm not one of those people who would you know stop in the middle of a test in school and be like, God, what's the answer to number thirteen, yes. you know, or something. <laughs> Please but, like, give me a B plus. Yeah. But you know, in case, but, themselves, but, that, buddy. but yeah, in relation to, if, up I to did, Franco. <laughs> if I did have um, like a big test, or if I had some say a big date or something i would you know be like please you know let this let me not trip walking into the restaurant yes <laughs> let this go my way like if i'd study for something for so long I'd be, please god i you know done this enough please give me the opportunity to use what i've learned and put it to good use even if it's for a short time you so know. yours has to do you're, you're taking it from a if i'm interpreting what you're saying correctly Again, I'm asking because this is what I'm getting from what you're saying, because this is the first time we're kind of getting into a conversation yeah. with the, you and I anyway, or, or this, you with this group, group let's say. Yeah. Uh, socially, we've, we haven't even really gotten in this too deeply, but yours comes from more of a proactive sense where 
where your your faith is there, but it's not something you're dependent on. Where you're just asking for everything. You're looking at it as you're you're being proactive. You're, you're trying to earn it. Like I've done this. I put in the time. Let it work out. True. Let it pay off. As opposed to just sitting there, just like you know, please let it be your will that yeah. some, something should happen to me. Yeah. Let me win the lottery or, or whatever. Yeah, it is. I was or nothing me, ridiculous like know, that. God's let me not, get the number. You know, I don't look to God for like, oh, let me, you know, yeah, something like, for meaningful things. I always look to something that my perspective on life is: if some things happen for a reason. If I don't go out with a specific person, it must mean something better along the way, no matter how long it takes to wait. If I don't get the kind of job that I want and I have to wait and work another job for a few years, it serves a purpose. I feel every every action has a reaction and everything you do kind of leads to something better. You learn from your mistakes to try to better yourself. That kind of faith. That's what I believe. And I again, I don't look to God for, you know, oh, you know, please God let me, you know, let me get let the like, Jets win this weekend. Yeah, there's something ridic- yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. That's a total. That's a total. God hates football. No, I like yeah, it. It's a total. Like it's a total misuse of faith. From what I, you know, no, well, that's that's what people I'm like. At. People go to church to pray for you know the Yankees to win the fucking World Series. Something ridiculous yes. like yeah, that. that's not, that, yeah, that's a total misjustice that. of faith, and you know, it, it's misuse really. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, that's, it's that's, that's being selfish about it, which in and of itself is. I want to say, I want to say one thing. Um, Jack was going back. He was saying that it's it's a pad for him and something. Yeah, it's something I can. I feel it that I, a, I know I have with me to break open glass. <laughs> yeah. It's no, not it's no. Something dude, I, I feel that, that way. Where it's like you know, <laughs> it's, it's you're not about like, to have your leg uh, amputated yeah, or something. Yeah, where it's like, like you know, <laughs> please turn this around for me. Yeah, like I only use. It's not like I use religion for you know when I want things, but I always feel like I have something with me. It's well, another. It's a feeling that, of you that, know. It's that, a belief that something is yes. That there's something holding me you to up. make me better. You yeah, know, and that brings me back because again, going to like I was in Catholic school while like Veronica said John Paul II was in charge of the church. So it was, again, it was a lot more lenient. There was a lot. It was a lot more open. You know, even the teachers were like, yeah, they're Jewish. They're a different religion, but still, it's theirs. Respect it. You know, don't go down. Oh, they yeah. don't believe in Christ. You know, stuff like that. But um, one of the things that I found when I was going through Catholic school was that there's a lot of uh, Christian literature that I found in- interesting. And it, it kind of brought me down the path of like wanting to learn about like the angels and the devils and things like that. And, like there's, you know, there's Beelzebub and all the other kind of demonology type things. But um, one of them was a, I guess you call it, I guess it was a poem. I don't know if it was a poem or really just like a short story called Footprints. Have you ever seen that little thing? I might have, yeah. Where it's a man's walking on the beach, and Jesus is walking beside him, and you obviously see four footprints. And then as the man reaches the end of the beach, which would be the end of his life, he looks back, and at certain points, he only sees one pair of footprints. And, he's, and he asks the Lord, he's like, why is, you know, during those trials of my life, why do I only see one pair of footprints? He's like, that's when I carried you. And I'm, that that struck me. I'm like, as much as I'm still a doubter and still like any uh, an agnostic and stuff, that kind of stuff makes me go, wow. You know? Yeah. That that's the thing that makes religion, I guess you'd say, beautiful. Yeah. You know, that does give you something to believe in and something that can that you there's know, when always you're in times of there. trouble bring you up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Going have, back to what Chris said with the whole why Friday nights during Lent, my thing is, it's more of a. It's not. I don't take it so much from a. Rel- in a way, I do, but at the same time, I don't. I use it as more of a self-discipline tool. Around time of Lent, I always give up something, one or two things. It just, you know, try to overall, it pertains to my health. I'm not really a guy who goes to the gym so much or is that active, you know, it, you know, 
weightlifting, whatever, what have you. I mean, I like to go out and be active during the summer, you know, but in winter time, it's a little difficult or any other time of the year sometimes. But I use it as a self-discipline tool where <laughs> springtime dieting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Well, as it pertains to health, like I know but if I have... June rolls around, it's time for hot dogs on Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where I'm I know, joking, Jack, I, I know you're joking. Um, where it's more of a self-disciplined thing for me where it betters, you know, it's better for me. And I, I know I have something at the back and it's for more of a religious purpose. I'll be more adept to doing it. I'll be more, okay. You know, if I give this up, and it has it has some it has some meaning and purpose beyond it. It's not just because you know everybody's giving it up right. It's what you should yes. do. It's like I feel okay. I'll you know I'll have plain cheese pizza on Friday for six weeks. That's fine. I'll live. You know, give up or I'll razor. give up or I'll give up Oreos for you know. <laughs> give, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> it, it lets over now. He will be. <laughs> yeah, really. You could take it. Yeah, Um that was last year, man. Yeah, please just shave. The beard is awesome. Yeah, I'll give up, yeah. you know, cookies or something just to, you know, it's a more self-discipline thing for me than it is an actual religious thing. I know if I, I prefer not to break it, but I feel if I did, if I did slip up, I wouldn't be struck down or be you condemned. Feel guilt though when you break it. If you I eat do. Meat and you realize you're like, oh crap. It's eleven fifty nine. Wait, yeah. Oh, uh, I used to do that. We yeah, used to wait until twelve and have like steak. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I would. I would. Farm the grill, Dad. Yeah, I would. I would feel guilty. I mean, and I think that's punish in a way that's punishment enough. If you have some sort of guilt and you really believe what you're doing sure. means something, then I think that's the you know the only form of punishment that you could have. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's not a terrible, you know, horrendous thing. But I mean, if you do feel that guilt, it is. It's it's, it's the pun- it's the appropriate punishment for it. Not you know hellfire and brimstone. Yeah, it's, it's not like well that's it. You're going to hell. You've done yeah. it now. Like like St. Peter's, yeah. Peter's looking at your dietary checklist. Yeah. It's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> uh, Mr. DeFranco, do you realize that, you know... Um, that one Friday yeah, in April? Really, yeah. <laughs> it was 11 yeah, that one seven, day. Totally. It's like April 12th, 1999. Yeah. Uh, I recall you had a bacon cheeseburger. Like I was four, I'm looking at your chart. It's like, dude, uh, come on. I was 14. And all. Yeah. It's like... Uh, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to head to the back of the line. <laughs> now, what's this? Hold on. Of, of the yeah, really. Um, now, of, of those here, what what have you all? What are some things you all have given up for Lent in the past? Soda, French fries. Okay, dietary. So this is dietary uh, discipline. <laughs> um, yeah, chocolate. Okay. I mean, sadly. I've never really given up anything besides meat, which you're supposed to. Right. I have a coworker every year. She gives her and her whole family give up ice cream. And then on Easter morning, they all have ice cream, which is a really cool thing. <laughs> but like, I've never given up anything besides just the meat. Okay. And I've, I remember, shut up. <laughs> shut <laughs> up. Dude, don't we can laugh about this. You're married. I know. <laughs> you're married, so you're in the clear. But it's like sad because like, I remember when I was in grade school, we would have Pizza Fridays at Clifton Avenue. Okay. Did you go to Clifton? No, I went to Spruce. All right, we would have pizza. I remember one Friday during Lent, I totally forgot. I had pepperoni. Oh. I realized oh, when I got boy. home, I started hysterically crying. I had to go apologize to my dad. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, my dad's man. like, go in your room. Just go pray. <laughs> you're fine. It's fine. Candles. Ask for forgiveness <laughs> and you're fine. Them. But like, I had that... Like the scene in Da Vinci Code with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> You know the whip? Yeah, no. Okay. No, not the crazy. No. But yeah. yeah, that's a good reference though. But 
bringing it back to what Andrew said I'll about... I'll this pepperoni out of you. Wow. You'll pay in blood. Yes. I'm sorry, you're saying Bringing it back to what Andrew said about um, the footprints. I I also believe that religion, when like Jack was saying, it's there when you need it. You know what I mean? Regardless, it's there for you anytime. But it's there. It's absolutely there for for times you absolutely need it. Like, for me, it was an incredible healing thing for me because after my father passed away i didn't know what to do i literally thought i was losing my mind i want i was this like an inch from going to see a therapist like i was beyond depressed it was ridiculous i didn't know what to do and then i i enrolled into in my in my church it's rcia where you get your confirmation when you're when you're a catholic you're supposed to have it done when you're 15 or around there i never did it so I got my communion, everything like that. I was supposed to go do that. I didn't do it. So I figured, all right, let me go do this in honor. Promised to my dad that I would do it because he was always pissed off that it never happened. So I went and go do it. That was a year-long process. That was the most healing process I've ever had. It helped me get through everything that um, my feelings and everything and helped me deal with it. You know what I mean? Without it, I probably would have needed a therapist. It would have been ridiculous. And people will sit there and laugh at you and be like, why do you need that? Why can't you just whatever? Some people need to know and oh, feel yeah. in their heart that they're not gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to oh, see never them felt, again. Yeah, I never felt you know? that way at all when a family member would pass away. You yeah. know, it was it was like they're still here somewhere. I'm, I completely felt it at my grandmother's wake. It's like she's here. Yeah. She's yeah. Got, I don't that's, feel that's any missing. That's one of the beauties of it that we have that know, hope. We have that hope. She's here. I feel that spirit. You know, I feel her presence and, you know, everything in this room right now. And, you know, I told people in my family who aren't so religious, I'm like, I, you know, I was like, and it was comforting. It's like, I know she's okay. Yes. You know? That's one, it's funny because like I've never, I've been to plenty of funerals, especially during my teenage years. That was when the most people I know died, sadly. I mean, I had a classmate die on me. Um, one of the one of my former classmates from Catholic school mm-hmm. died of an, uh, pneumonia, and I I never cried. I've never cried at a funeral ever, never. It, and it's been family members. I mean, aside from the classmate dying, it's pretty much been family members. I've never cried because I just sit there and I go, "All right, if there is a heaven, they're there now. What do we have to? Com- you know, why right. are we? Why are we? You should. Be oh, I insist no one's crying at my funeral. <laughs> I don't want you all being sad about a damn thing. <laughs> celebrate me and and all that stuff. I'm not saying that from an egotistical standpoint. It's no, but seriously, yeah. I don't mean that, but I'm like, don't sit around feeling sorry for yourselves because I'm not around. Please, yeah. you know? And that's think that's about the good, good things. Why, that's my why, thing. Yeah. I don't want any crying. I it's, I mean, I got a playlist. It should be tears ready of joy. to go. By the way, so if anybody <laughs> wants it, I'll gladly email it to you. But uh, like, I agree with you in that sense, where it's like to sit because you're crying for yourself. You're not crying for the person. True. You're letting all That's your emotion kind of out through tears. Yeah, I mean, I've cried at funerals because I felt sad or I felt sad for somebody. Yeah. You know. Like, I cried at my one, just just as a, as a parallel, kind of like to what you're saying, is my father's youngest of 10. His oldest brother is 20 years older than him. Oh, wow. And I'm going to say I was probably 22, so my father was 62. And his oldest brother was 82, and it just passed away. Now, he had been really close to another one of my father's older brothers and it was really difficult to watch let's say at the funeral um which in in a catholic church was a catholic service and you're italian you have to be catholic uh, yes well, my, father's <laughs> Sorry, side is, no my father's side is yeah it is it's kind of a, a stereotype isn't it yeah. but 
the more difficult thing was now I wasn't close with this uncle who died, but it was more difficult for me or, or what what made me crack, I should say, as far as crying at the funeral was because I didn't know my father's parents at all. My grandmother died five years before I was born, actually on my birthday. Um before it was my birthday, obviously. And um my father's father died when I I'm going to say he was 16. I think it was 1957. But anyway, uh, what got me, what kind of broke me at the funeral was feeling sorry for my one uncle who was the closest to this uncle who had died because as being one of the pallbearers, he picks up the casket along with everybody else and he says to my my uncle Richard is the one who was the closest. My uncle Andrew is the one who had passed away. And my grandparents had a, a cemetery plot picked out for, I forget which... I want to say it was them, and I don't remember who else, but my Uncle Andrew was going to be there, buried in the same plot. Plot, thank you. And my Uncle Richard like gets on the one side of the casket and lifts it up and says, come on, Andrew, let's let's take you home to Mama. And that's what broke me. Yeah, that Because that, that's yeah. what I mean. Like That was the thing that made me cry. It wasn't the loss of him, because I knew it was like, he was, he's yeah, 82, he's, he lived... A good life. He was loved. He was he was surrounded by family and all that. So there wasn't the part of me that was sad for him. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and I knew he believed. You know, likewise that after he died, he was, was going to be with his, his parents mm-hmm. in heaven and all that. But just seeing my uncle in pain was what made me cry at that funeral. Like that's kind of the thing that, where it's, I, I feel I, like I in can, funerals yeah. it has more to do with us feeling sorry for ourselves or like picturing our lives without that person than it does with. You know, oh, their poor soul, or something. Where you're actually yeah. worried for for the person. No, you know? I, I agree with that because, like, at my my grandfather is a um, an ex airman. He, he was in the air force. He built jet players, so mm-hmm. he had a military funeral. So uh, th- that moment that you're saying, like, oh, your uncle picked it up and said, "Let's go, we're bringing you back to mom." Yeah. To transition that over to my, like my story was when the two soldiers were folding the flag, right, and presenting it to my uncle Eric. That was when it's like, wow. You know, yeah, it's, it's. I don't want to say magical because that'd be the wrong word to kind of you know to bring it over to death. But like that was when it hit me. It's like yeah, he's gone. I'm never going to see him again. But maybe I will. You know, maybe right. if you know if there yeah. is, I will go up to that's, heaven and he'll, he'll have all yeah. the milkshakes in front of him that I loved when I was a kid. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it could be. Yeah. You, you reconcile know? yourself to like exactly. Okay. You know, this is the natural progression of things. Yeah. You know. Now, okay. getting back to the... I'm right. sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, Joe hasn't spoken for a while. What's your take? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Well, for Lent... Okay, Lent yeah, thing, we'll go back to that. Yes. I gave up Lent for Lent. You gave up Lent? Did you really? Is that Brilliant. possible? Okay. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, really. Hey. I gave up giving no. things up because, you know, yeah, horseshit. I've earned it all year. We, I do what I want. Lent's, uh, Lent's a Catholic thing. Yes, But we do we do something similar where, where we'll fast. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of... Kind of uh, Oof. Uh, along the lines, I mean know, that for me, not you. And I mean, we won't yeah. fast. Like, uh, I mean, we can fast a whole meal. We can fast. Oh, it doesn't have to be food. It can be. No, it's a, it's a not like thing. a straight up like forty days. You're oh, not. Oh no, eating. that's literally what I thought. It's uh, just like you got to no, give no, no, away. No, 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 like, no. you can't oh, eat till next no. Friday. I mean, like, so oh, yeah. Jesus, it can it can mean a very various amount of things. Yeah, of course, you can fast on anything. There's a there's a few people that I knew, like the the one Jewish girl I knew, Avra, she fasted for whatever the holidays that she had for like two or three days where she couldn't eat anything. The only thing she could have was like water and chewing gum. Mm, wow. That's all mm. she had. And she was strict with it. She she followed the rules, I guess you would want to call them. But like after those two days, she <laughs> picked out. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, know? what's the, what's the pe- like, what, what purpose does that serve? The reason I don't know within the Jewish religion or like, let's say for exactly your religion. exactly what Jack said. Okay. Uh, 
Wait, I did, where's Jack, right? Okay. No, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> hey, it wasn't Andrew or I. <laughs> right. and Veronica's a higher-pitched voice. Yeah. <laughs> she got these things on her chest that I'm I so, like. I'm so bad with names sometimes. <laughs> 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 Um, it was a token beard. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the beard that gave it away. Yeah. Um, which you got? No, same exact thing. It's it's discipline, and um, it's deeper than that. It's it's giving up something for the understanding that God will take care of it in in the uh, whatever aspect that is as well. I so see. and so to help bring more focus, of course. Like if I decided just to sometimes. Uh, we'll do just lunch. We'll fast lunch for a couple of days. Oh, okay. uh, so you okay. know, little things here, or there. Sometimes they're big things. Sometimes they're literally fasting all food. Uh, some some kids in our youth group will fast video games. Be like, you know, mm-hmm. I used to do that. I did, I did that when I was when I was younger. I fasted video games yeah. for the that 40 must days. Been a lifetime for you. <laughs> it was, no, it was. Uh, that must have killed you. Sega was sitting right there under the TV, and I'm like, Damn, I can't play Sonic. Minutes, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I would have boxed and, it and, and mailed it to someone. <laughs> mailed to the post office. Said, mail this back in 40 days. <laughs> if key, I were you, not for me. <laughs> the key with with fasting, though, too, for us is uh, we take that time and swap it. So what we would do with that time, we would normally spend that time either praying or, or reading a little bit of Bible. Oh, I see. Basically just getting to know God better. Now, so you're, re- you're refocusing your time. You're taking something from your daily. Exactly. And this for how long a stretch? 40 days. 40 no. day. Well, the Catholic belief. Oh, yeah. No, for, we, for, for you, for your belief. This is a fasting period. There's for... no set anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is, there, what, is there a minimum? Ne- it's, no. That really? was you mine. can do it that for a day, be... and it's like, all right, no, I, I gave, mean, up, I mean, I gave some up lunch people, on Thursday. For... Some people, yeah, we'll do it for a day. Okay. Uh, there's, uh, when we when we choose to do some of that kind of stuff is sometimes like um, uh, when we know maybe some hard decisions are coming up. You okay. Know, something like that. Mm-hmm. For instance, I mean, there's probably even in your own really life, a million examples. Like even in your own life, you, you turn around, like say Veronica and I are going to go out and we're going to buy a house, and that's a real hard decision because we got to know money and stuff like that. Exactly. You would say we would turn around – Fast something exactly as okay. it is in like a time for clarity or a so, time for like strength? a zen moment, if you will. Yeah, you can if you want to relate to it like that. Yeah, exactly. Like a yeah, sacrifice, for like a sacrifice for something better. You think? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I, I would say that's part of it. Um, a spiritual tune-up. That? I like that. Is that? Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to no, put it in layman's a, terms. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to be. I'm being very pragmatic. But, but, about it, it really, you know, it's. it's uh, I'm stumbling because it's situational. So okay. you know, one thing might be for knowledge for something. One thing mm-hmm. might be just because you feel like things are going bad in your life and you need a little more God in your life. You need to maybe understand what's going bad. Okay. So like, so some some of it may be like uh, an actual knowledge of. You know, whatever. Some might be emotional. Some might be this. Some might be that. So it's situational, and there's probably really a ton of answers for different different situations. I got you. Yeah. It's an opportunity now, to refocus, though. Yeah, but now, exactly. now I have exactly. a question because the fact that I was raised Roman Catholic and Joe is obviously Christian. Why is there that separation? Like Chris said, it's like it's just another way to separate it. I realized because I had to learn about it. Like. Um, Martin Luther turned around and said, "You know, I'm not. I'm done with the fucking Pope. Ha ha ha! I nailed it up on the the church doors. What was going wrong? I'm making my own church. That's right. where Lutherans come from, obviously. Yeah. And then, of course, there's all these other. There was the that was a great schism. They call it in the in right. Catholicism. The great schism is when everybody starts separating and doing their own thing. Of course, I was raised. You know, uh, Lent was 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus spent in the desert, and he was being tempted by Satan." So we give that up in 
re- almost in recognition of the fact that he spent he did the same thing. We're doing the same thing he did. He spent forty days and forty nights in the desert trying to refocus himself on the fact that he's going to die for our sins. And the devil was there going, "Hey, just bow to me. Yeah, j- just do this, and I'll give you whatever you want." For forty days and forty nights, mm-hmm. yeah. as a Catholic, we are recognizing that and going through the same, supposed to go through the same emotion. Like Veronica said during Vatican One and stuff, they actually did fast for forty days, forty nights. They were really strict with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, why is there that separation between our sub faiths, if you will? Well, some of those things are just minor little things, as far as Lent and not having Lent, doing mm-hmm. Lent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't believe any of those things will determine anyone going to heaven or hell. Oh, I didn't say um, that. I'm just you know. no, no, no. I know. I just no, want well, to get that out there real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, that uh, that they're also for remembrance, like you guys are saying. Okay. And like, can we do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be a good thing anyway to do Lent. Like. So that's that's that one little thing, but um, but I mean, as far as I remember, like even in history class, like once once you broke away yeah. from the Catholics, it was then the whole Protestant category. Yes, and that's where technically I would fall under. Yeah, is in the Protestant uh, category. Yeah, the um, differences um, besides. What's the word to use? Um, they're very formal. Catholics are very formal. Oh yes, oh very much so. I'd I agree. say we're not as formal. That's one difference. Yeah. There's lots of. There's lots of little differences. Um, I don't know a lot about the Catholic faith. Like my father was Catholic for a long time, okay, and so he's told me things, and I've read, read read some stuff, and you know, I I don't want to claim to know a whole lot about it, mm-hmm. um, but I know one main thing is uh, that's huge. The one of the big things for the two different faiths is uh, that we believe that we can actually accept Jesus Christ into our heart. Now, I don't know if that's changed. That may have changed. What do you mean? Uh, we believe... So, Jack, you'd be good, because I, I don't know if that's changed. I know that, uh, like, for instance, you guys uh, will go to your priest to, to uh, confess your faith. Yes, confessions. Uh, yes. Confessions and stuff like that. We believe that you can just pray right to God, because also we believe Jesus is God. And so the whole thing is, it, it, it talks about accept, accepting... You're cutting out the middleman. Yeah, you really exactly. don't. You really don't and need a priest for everything. Him into into our heart. So uh, it, it, there's even a verse in the Bible that says, "I knock on the door of your heart," you know, and will you answer? And so he, we believe He is inside of us, and we can pray right to God yeah. through Him, through using through Jesus. So that's like that's supposed to be like one of the biggest things. Like that's huge. So. Yeah. Catholics also believe that, but at the same time, like you don't have to go to confession. They they say you should. It's considered a right. Like you, there's all different. There's a bunch of rights you have. Like the right of um, there's seven rights I think, and one of them is the right of penance, where is you know where you would go and ask through the priest as like an advocate to go to God for you and you know whatever. And then there's when you're dying, you can get that right. I forgot what it, what. Last rites. Last rites. The last rites. There's like, holy, whatever. Communions are right. Confirmations are right. But you don't have to. You can also pray directly to God if you want to. So is that you don't have to go to a teaching? priest. Like, have they always they taught me taught that. that? They taught yeah. yeah. When I was in Catholic school, they okay, taught, there they, are the rights. I mean, going to Catholic school, you receive the right of communion, the right of confirmation, the right of baptism, penance. That was all done before you graduated eighth grade. Okay. At least four of them, right there. And I think, and yeah, and then the three other rights you can't get until you're unless you're a priest. So you, it's not necessary to go no. to confession. No, no, it, no. It's, it's almost like 
again, from my te- the teachings that I had, the priests here are nothing more than like God's avatar, if okay. you will. You know. Okay. So um, they're men of. Yeah, they're just. They don't have. They to, have a better. They, they went to school. They have a better yeah. connection, if you will, than your normal layman. Sure. You know, like we obviously, you and I would have a connection with God because we're, you know, we're just, you know, He made us things like that. But yes. like they they spend more time. They devote their entire life. Yeah. To God. You know, be, beyond that, literally, they don't. They don't do. You know, they get cars and they just live in the rectory, and that's all they do is God, God, God. Yeah. You know, that's what they do. That's why they have a better connection than we than we do. Of that, you know, some of them take yeah. a vow of poverty and everything yeah. else. That's why, with, you know, one teacher put it in the way of um, they're trash men. We carry around all this garbage that we did with the wrong, and we'll go to the priest, and he'll take it, and he'll put it in his bag, and put it, and he'll bring it to the dumpster. Gotcha. That's gotcha. how they put it to me, at least. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have to like uh, an understanding that I had uh, from a couple people that I had talked to, and again. Correct me, or maybe you weren't taught this way, because again, each parish too will teach little differences. Uh, but it had always seemed that people felt they can do they can do wrong, they can sin, no problem. Like even knowing, no fully sinning, yeah, willfully and sinning, willfully yeah. sinning, and then just be like, all right, well, I'll, you know, I'll go to my priest and. Like, Granted, you know, I mean, like, a couple I, again, hair, that, that's hail, just, was it Hail Marys, they say? Well, it yeah. depends on, that, that's up to the priest. Depends and, on the crime. Yeah, exactly. The severity does, of the crime. It does, yeah. because, like, there's sometimes where, um, that I heard where a priest will t- tell you to go do community service in a way. Like, they'll tell you to oh, okay. go do, like, for, for confirmation, um, you became a soldier of Christ, as they told you in the Catholic Church, and you get to choose a name of a saint that you feel a connection to. I chose okay. Xavier, Francis Xavier. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, for that time, you were to, you were supposed to do acts of charity to prove that you can be a soldier of Christ. Okay. I and a, cl- a couple classmates went to different nursing homes, helped out there, did a bunch of um, like went to like soup houses and things like that. For and you had to do like so many hours of this, and then you had to literally like write this down and get, hand it into your your priest or your teacher or whatever else. What? Stop no, laughing. I'm laughing. The reason I'm laughing, and I probably seem like the biggest douchebag in the room, because <laughs> when Veronica's talking about how her, you know her, her religious faith helped her during in dealing with you know her her father's death, I'm sitting here laughing. It's because like because I should say to the people listening, Andrew and Veronica are sharing a mic. So when you since they're standing beside each other, sitting beside each other, I'm watching them, and it's literally like it's. It, it's like the podcast for the hard of hearing. Like you're, you're looking <laughs> yeah. at the reaction on the other person's face, their interpretation of what the other one's saying, yeah. and it's so. I'm directly across from them, and I'm just laughing my tits off. This is great because <laughs> I'm like watching her face and like looking at like you know putting her thumb in Andrew. Like he went to you know, help old people and all that. And same thing with like yeah. you know Veronica saying I, I was raised to believe this and blah blah. Yeah. And Andrew's got his eyes wide open, like shaking his head, like oh yes she does. It's I'm sitting here like with this giant grin on my face, just laughing at the two of you. So it's not what you're saying. It has to yeah. do with the, just the interplay the two of you have, which is just beautiful chemistry. It is yes. beautiful. It is. It's again, words don't need to be said. One of you can be talking, and the two of you are still on the same page even if <laughs> even if on, in, in a different paragraph <laughs> anyway uh, please anyway, continue yeah. we had to you know do the the hours of community service or whatever else that was for confirmation um but like even for penance like yeah sometimes the priest would just turn around and say you know say this many prayers whether it be holy Ma- uh, hail mary's our fathers sometimes they say do the whole rosary okay you know mm-hmm. but it wasn't so much doing the prayers it was the meaning behind doing the prayers you're asking forgiveness for from god or from 
Mary or from St. Joseph because of um, it pertaining to a certain sin that you may have committed. There are some parishes that turned around and said that, oh, yeah, if you go, it's, it's just literally like the literal tra- trash man thing where it's like, yeah, I just got a bunch of garbage, here you go. You know, I can't, if I was to fully believe in it, I couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, I, I would be going to confession for that reason. I did some shit. I need your help to communicate back to God because I don't feel that my own prayers are substantial enough to get this weight off my back. Yeah. You know, if if you if you believe that oh, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to have sex and do drugs and break every deadly sin and yeah. all this other stuff and then I'm just going to waltz into the priest. Yeah, no. I don't yeah, no. Now getting back to because you're saying all that the is it footprints or footsteps? What was the name of it again? Footprints, I believe. Footprints. It was. Okay. Now, because what a lot of people draw from religion is obviously, as I was kind of alluding to before, like inner strength, and like my interpretation of what you said would be the the footsteps, footprints, for the footprints poem is as far as the explanation of it, as far as Jesus saying, you know, that was when I was carrying you. My interpretation, if I were looking at that as just not not through a certain filter, if you want to call it. But I would look at it as that was when you were able to walk on your own. In other words, like that's because, you you know, it, it could be, you know, thank you, Jesus, for giving me strength to, to carry myself through whatever it is was going on, yeah. as opposed to saying, you know, you had to depend on me to get you through that. Well, that's the rest of the where the, the rest of the poem said that they were walking side by side. Right, but and I you see with, the two sets. But one set of footprints, and that's when the the man turns around at, at the end of his life and says, "Where were you?" Because, like, think of it. Oh, so think of it this like literally, literally, like they are parallel. Doing it right, right. That's what that I, mean. I get. But when there's one set of footprints, basically Jesus is saying they're his footprints, not yeah, the man's. His, yeah, because he was helping him, he was carrying him. See, my interpretation would be that they would be the man's because he was able to walk on his own because he was strong enough to walk on his own. Not to say he was putting Jesus to the side, but because the strength he was, he was drawing yeah, from true. his faith. Could, all right, he made his own I'm just way. saying that's, but, that's my but I see what interpretation. You're saying you could take it the other way around too that that even though they're side by side, it's not like he's helping him. Right, he's, okay. He's just, he's there, but the guy is actually doing it on his The guy is, is still yeah. doing it with just with guidance. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any biblical reference. No, 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 it's completely, it's no, just somebody just wrote this. this. Interpretation. Yeah. Yes. So you can right. kind of go yeah. wherever you right. want. No, I'm just saying, my, my surface interpretation would have but been like that. It would have been people are getting, is that you're, you know, you were strong enough to walk on your own, and you didn't meet, need me, uh, let's say, uh, by your side. Yeah. You know, those times I would look at as not being the weakest, but the strongest, yeah. where you see one set of footprints. Again, I'm just saying, yeah. that's just my interpretation and, and again, of it. Like, yeah. like Joseph, what, it's not what people a, seem to get from a religion. Biblical tra- there, there's nothing in the Bible that says this. No, I know. It's just I know. some guy, just it struck I don't you, remember the author. That got probably, my mind thinking. Yeah, it's, it. it's some you know some author who turned around and said, this is my interpretation of life. This is how I feel, mm-hmm. you know. I always thought it in my head when you see it visually that when the man turns around, like it's almost like you know Jesus and the man are walking side by side, and then like during the times the man's not there, you only see this side of the footprints, you know, the right. left side where Jesus would be walking, and the man got confused, kind of thing. However, you want to interpret it, that's your own way. It's literal, you know. No, no I know that. I'm just I saying like, that, that would be my interpretation. That Jesus had to take a bathroom break. 
<laughs> it, it could be. No, just, just Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. Now, my other my other question is, and because it pertains to religion, the let's call it an act of or the the ritual. It's not a reasonable to use that term. I don't think in this sense of going to church. And I'm, I'm just going to use the example of let's say my girlfriend who doesn't follow is isn't super strict. Does believe in God, but isn't 100 percent strict on doesn't classify herself as a catholic even though her uh, she was raised with catholic beliefs mm-hmm. but her thing is you know well i don't go to church because i believe if i want to talk to god i talk to god he's everywhere yeah that whole thing which i totally appreciate because i what like what i'm saying is i just don't see the, the validity in okay you have to go to a building you know once a week yeah. to uh, honor your faith with the uh, while at the same time having the belief that God is everywhere and, and omnipresent. Yeah. There is a part in the Bible where it's, I think it's actually read on Ash Wednesday every year to put it almost exactly the way it's written. You don't have to be like the hypocrites who go out and pray in the streets. And I don't remember the, what that line, I think it's Matthew actually. Um, he, they, they read the line saying you shouldn't be like the hypocrites who go out and show off their faith you can be the pious man who, behind closed doors, turns to God and says, "Listen, I need help." Or here's your here's your I don't yeah. want to say daily prayer, but you know that you know here's your off- here's my offering to you. Yeah. It says that He wants you to go in your room, close your door, and talk to me. Don't sit there and do it. Be like, "Oh, look, oh, look at, at me! me. Yeah. Look at me! I'm so religious. Look, look, look!" You know what I mean? Go be by yourself. Talk to God on your own yeah. and do it that way. Like me, I don't go to church every single Sunday. I would like to, but my my job keeps me from doing it because I work on Sunday mornings. So whatever. You don't have to go. If I go, that's fine. I will go. Okay, I'll go during holidays. Yeah, I'm guilty of being a holiday Catholic. Whatever. Yeah, a C&E Catholic, yeah. as we whatever. call them. We call them priesters. But you know Christ- what? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I don't have to go. Go to Christ no- Lightning. I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> I don't have to go to let God know that, you know, I'm there and I believe in him because he knows I believe in him. He's always with me. I talk to him almost on a daily basis. I don't ask him for the stupid crap, you know, oh my God, I want those shoes. I need that coach bag. Make this happen. You know, I don't do that, (laughs) you know. Fill up my bank account. (laughs) Exactly. I go to him for things that are important to me. I, I thank him every day for my family being healthy, for, you know... Even the problem, Your heathen husband. Yeah, my heathen <laughs> husband. Even though there's problems, I know that there's a there's got to be a reason why. Yeah, and everything is laid out. It's supposed. This is the way my yeah. life is going to happen. There's a plan for it, and that's it. I don't need to go every single Sunday. You yeah. know, when I go, I go when it's important. When it's important to me on the special, hall, I go to Christmas. I go on um, um, midnight mass, Easter, all those. When so I you go, literally go to church religiously. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. For the holidays. <laughs> hey, much. I'm just saying. But, you know, you don't have to go every single Sunday. You okay. really don't. What is, I mean, like Jack, I know, same thing with work. You wouldn't, if you wanted to, be able to go to church every Sunday because you, at times, need to work Sunday mornings and all that. Are you are you regular Sunday mass attendee or have no. you been at any point? No. Well, I okay. mean, I only did with, when I, you know, you know, when my parents were still married. After that, I kind of just, with my mom, would go, you know, Christmas and Easter, and or we'll go with my father if he want. If uh, we used to spend the weekends over his house, a couple years after the divorce, so he would we would go Saturdays. But and this is a thing I don't want to get too much into. I mean, after the whole about ten years ago, the whole church scandals when they started happening, it wasn't deterring my my family's faith, like my aunts and my father's 
that side of the family, but it did have an impact on what they kind of perceive some priests are because it 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 kind of shook that whole, you know, it didn't shake their faith, but it kind of just didn't leave a good impression on no, the, the no, idea of the, the church. authority figures the, the within church, the church. What or... they would do is just move them from another church, and it wouldn't be any consequences. That's what would, that's what got my father and my aunt and my grandfather, that whole side of the family, the Catholic side of the family, because my mom's side's Methodist, more like, okay, we're and not that we're going to boycott church, but if we don't go, it's no big deal because, you know, all this crap that's going on right now, I mean, what's anybody doing about it? Right. Why are we, you know, why are they letting this happen? Why are there's why is there's more of these more stories coming out on a regular basis for a couple of years it was coming out. You know, it didn't shake their faith at all. I mean, they still believed in God as much as they always did. But going to church wasn't necessarily the priority and if they if they went they went. If they didn't, it was no big thing. But ever, you know, ever since my cousin got married and has a family of his own now, my aunt's been a little bit more open-minded to going to church she goes to church sunday every sunday i believe she's just at least watch it on television now she actually goes back to church she got my cousin and his wife involved because you know they have a new a new son they want to get him going to church where they live now and my father goes to church regularly again too i don't i haven't the last time i was in church was my godson's christening and before that it was my cousin and his wife's wedding and before that it was three and a half years before on christmas Okay, so it, you don't you don't feel the need necessarily no, to no, go to church every I, week. I don't. I feel like I talk to God twice a day, and any other time I could, you know, kind of just get a moment to myself if I need to. I don't feel that you always have to go to a place of worship to worship. Okay, it it, 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 it it's a wonderful idea. I'm not against going to church. I if I could eventually, I think. If I have a when, in a couple of years when I hope to have a family of my own, I would like to for the betterment of you know stability and to you know have a family and you know and a foundation s- yeah to set them I on a, to set them on a you know right path and again they could like i guess what my parents did with me they can go their own way if they want to go to church they can go to church if they don't it's not the it's not a horrible thing it it's it's not so much so strict in my family where you need to go to church as long as in my family you know being raised catholic as long as you have some sort of faith as long as you believe in something and as long as you have some sort of spiritual feeling you're fine because for years people in my family weren't going to church and only up until recently a recent couple of years they have again i see okay and again, not all is forgiven with all those incidents too i mean they it's still no. kept in the back of everyone's mind and i think it's still something that hasn't been in the news a lot as of late over recent years but still it left a, it left a it bad left taste a bad in a lot of yeah. people's mouths it did pardon the expression but <laughs> oh. i don't mean that to sound cruel i yeah. just um Hey, it's a backpedal, but wow, it did yeah. change people's perception on what our religion was. I would say just the whole the, the idea the of how could this the this is the, of the politician was yeah. to go bad. Yeah, you know, everyone. You know, oh, I love this guy. Yeah, it makes it, you lose you wrong. lose faith in the leadership, not the yeah. concept behind. Oh, yeah. the belief in there were people who democracy be, or yeah. belief in Catholicism or whatever. It just yes. your belief in the leaders of it during that time of when all this was happening, when my aunt, and my father would stop going to church. There were people being vocal in mass because the priest would try oh, to without ad- a doubt the priest would try to address it discreetly from what I understood I wasn't going to church I wasn't really going to church that much at that time but um, it would be discreet enough where they well I know there's been a lot of talk in the news and there would be people vocal about it, it uh, extremely vocal about Vatican it two people yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense you know and it kind of just yeah. I don't think it dropped a lot of people from what I understand again I wasn't 
I had gone on occasion still with my father when I could, and whenever whenever he w- would go, and whenever I would you know be able to go, it didn't drop their regular attendees, and it didn't do anything to get again get rid of the regular attendees, but it didn't harm new. Me- it did it harm didn't, new membership. Yeah, it did harm new membership, <laughs> but still, it, it's true. It came about where it's like, who could you trust? You know, you never know. Right. Oh, that makes total sense. You know, these people, you know... Same thing goes for Boy Scouts. Yeah, these people are hired by churches. You don't know what kind of, you know, what's going on. You would hope that they... You could say, oh, not in my church, but you never know. Yeah, no. Joe, what are your thoughts? Uh, Sunday attendance at church? Uh, are you a regular attendee? Yeah. What does yeah. it mean? Well, to he you? has a father who's a pastor. He better <laughs> damn well be. Well, I'm just, I'm just asking. Like that's that's what I want to know. Like what what does it mean to you to get, to go to church on Sundays? And well, first of all, right off the bat, church is not the building for me. It's the people. Okay. And it's biblical. Okay. The mm-hmm. body of Christ. He talks about the body of Christ. Right. Oh, definitely. Which is us. It's it's a community. People. It's yeah. that yeah, sense yeah. of community. Of so, uh, and there's like the verse that you guys brought up. Uh, like I kind of understand what we're talking about, but that was more really just for the hypocritical part of it. Yeah, no, yes. yeah, it wasn't like just to really be alone. But no, do I disagree with any of what you guys are saying? Do you have to be at church to worship? Absolutely not. Okay. You don't have to be. But uh, there is also a verse that says, "Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves." And there's a- another verse too where it, it talks about um, what you're called. Uh, it says, "Where two or more are gathered in my name, I will be there." Uh, yeah. What does it mean when you're by yourself? He's not there. No, that doesn't mean that as well. But he's strongly suggesting as well to be together, be strong. Hey, it's part of the Ten right. Commandments yeah. too. And we, yeah. and we we feed off of each other. So church is important uh, in the fact that you know we do believe that we have a hierarchy. We have a pastor, a priest, or you know whatever you may call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they are appointed by God to be in that position. And what I believe is that God, during the week, will give them a word to speak to us. Uh, and so that's that's really not a time to hear my father-in-law speak. Actually, when my father-in-law speaks, he's not my father-in-law anymore. He's my pastor. Okay, and and cool. I, I, Because when I first met my wife, uh, she said the same thing. And I was like, that's so weird. He's like your dad still. But it's true. He It just snaps. He. I don't see him as my father-in-law. He's my pastor. And he's a man giving a word from God. And I find more often than not that that word nails something that went on my week, hmm. in my week. Not all the time. I can't say it's all the time. Some some weeks, maybe it's one of the weeks I should have just stayed home. You know, right. just hung out and just, you know, you know, Done it your own slept, way. chatted with God for <laughs> yeah, a little your bit, own just way. said, hey, good morning, you know, yeah. thanks for my new day. Mm-hmm. But um, But I have to admit, it's uh, what we call, too, as a recharging. You know, uh, batteries need to be recharged. We need to be recharged. And so that's why I feel like church is necessary to be there. Uh, often. Not, I mean, not all the time. Okay. But often because uh, we need to be recharged. And I definitely believe God's got a word for us. Not that he can't talk to us on our own. Totally can. Uh, again, just uh, something I find that it, it, uh, you'll find that uh, the, the word, I mean, if... And not all pastors are, are right on. Some pastors are doing bad things, you know, yeah, like yes. like you guys have, and we have them too. Uh, oh, of course, the it's, yeah, they're around. They're people who use the the authority as just that. It's yeah. authority. Yeah, it's and not church, so much the leadership. That I go to had quite a few issues with quite a few pastors before my father in law. Really? Yeah. Uh, just a small one was uh, the pastor ran away. I think with one of the teenagers from. Oh from my the god! Years. Yeah. So I mean, and the thing is. 
we're humans. It doesn't mean we're okay. It's okay to do that. Absolutely not. But we're humans. We mess up. We screw up. We all have issues and areas that we need to work on. That happens to be them, and it's it's uh, a little easier to see it because they're in the spotlight. Of course. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, they have a sense of celebrity. It just can't bring us down. Go to another church. Find where you do feel like, all right, wow, this guy's this guy's right on with God. Because God, that's what they're there for, for God to speak through yeah. them to us. Actually, it's kind of funny because um, the priest who married Veronica and I, uh, Father Mike Santangelo from um, the St. Mary of the Lake, um, he, if he was a priest when I was younger, I'd be a lot stronger as a Catholic. A lot stronger. Yeah. yeah. And now, even Chris his mass. In, yeah, even, well, yeah. we, we could we could talk about that. We haven't talked about the wedding in detail, but in regard to yeah, religion, the, yeah, um, which was the the reason you guys got married. Obviously, in the church was of course be, Veronica was strong with Veronica's the, beliefs. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I mean, like, and you honoring that, not being course, a complete. And, and I was already a member of the church, and a loss, you know. Spiritually, yeah, <laughs> decided. All right, fuck it. I, I, I'll, I'll buy it for the day. It. Yeah, <laughs> bite the bullet. Totally. Um, but anyway, no, but, yes, yeah, we, but Father, I, I met him the yeah, you, day brief, before at the rehearsal. Yes, yeah, and we chat. He's the he's the best uh, stand up priest <laughs> priest I've ever met because the guy <laughs> tells a great a, joke. He does. He is the perfect. He is he a perfect a brick like, wall behind the him intro, the setup, and the punchline. Yeah, it's literally like, oh man, what a, what a privilege it would be to get him on the show because he's so. He's just he's a guy. I mean, he's he's, he's, he's devout. He doesn't belief, hide anything. But yeah, I'm a priest, but. Yeah. yeah, but Absolutely. let me tell you a funny story about such and such. And it's it's nothing off color, although he plays more Call of Duty than is probably legal. <laughs> <laughs> not, only, not only that, that he kicks ass. <laughs> not he's got a higher it, gamer score than anybody we know. <laughs> he's up there. It's he sad. does. He's he like a 98.6% accuracy. He loves his first-person shooters. He also works with does the he boys. he play Borderlands, too? Like, yeah, he plays zombie yeah. games Seriously, first-person like, shooters, it, FPSs, that's all he does. Wow. He's got a higher gamer score than I do. He works with the Boy Scouts. He's actually, I believe, licensed uh, rifle instructor so he can shoot a pagan from a thousand yards away. <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> it was his by the joke. Way. It was, which the priest nice. loved, I should say. Father Mike was a big fan of that. But like I said, like he, he made it real and he actually joked with Ron because we had to do the meetings before our actual ceremony and everything, the pre-Cana classes. We go, we speak to the priest that will be marrying us and like, oh, what do you want? How do you want me to dress you? Things like that. And he made it very very real to us. He brought it right down to our level. and, and uh, To a human level. Yeah. Not know, trying to be I am the priest. Oh, yeah, not I trying to be, be an authority figure. In a Latin just, language. Okay, I'm, I'm a man yeah, who's going to marry you, you. This man and this woman. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. Which is know, fine. It was funny because, like, of course, at least with our with our ceremony, uh, my best man and I were sitting in the. Oh, damn it! I can't remember what the hell the word is. Vestibule, before Veronica was even introduced, and Father Mike walks in, and he has a, a telephone that connects to the. Um, musician, the, the oh, no, yeah, the Pope. Now that's the red phone. That's the red phone. No, his to the Pope mobile. Sorry, I had to throw that. It's all right, man. That was great joke. We're all about it. But no, but it connects to the musician. That's because we. It's a very classic church. It's a very, very Renaissance church. So the musicians all the way the hell at the other end of the church upstairs. Oh wow! So he's like, yeah. Whenever that, whenever that phone rings, I'm going to pick it up and go. Hey, it's a bat cave. <laughs> and he did. He did. And nice. he did. She rang the phone and said, Is it time to start? He goes, Batcave, yes it is, Robin. And boom, <laughs> oh, if we amazing. didn't go, that's how we started our marriage. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, but like that's what I mean. Like when you have priests that are involved like that, he actually joked about the fact that like how Veronica described Vatican one and Vatican two and how it's like really strict and formal. 
for the homily, which is like the middle part of the, ma- the Catholic Mass where the priest can sp- speak about whatever is on his mind or talk about the, the verse that he just read, re- yeah, regarding the gospel, they, normally they're supposed to stand up at the altar and stay there and just talk to the, the parishioners. He would get down in the audience. He wears the microphone on his, on his um, vestments, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on his lapel, so he doesn't have to you know, be obstructed and, and stand up top just talking to a microphone like we're doing right now. Yeah. He gets down. He talks to the little kids in the front row and you know, people off to the side. He gets everyone gets involved. Yeah. See, that's like yes. any, that, to me, that's like any good teacher is anyone who's engaging and who keeps you interested. Yes. Yeah. You yes. Know, I mean, for, and I was even saying this afterwards. Like, I, would, I live a mile away from that church. I was like, I would go just to, just to check it out. Just, yeah. <laughs> just Yeah, just because as as a performance, even though like it's it's nothing phony, but just for him to get up and and talk and all that was just it was really engaging. It was, it, I mean, it, it was a, it was great. Certainly the best wedding ceremony I've ever been to. It's not just like you know, stand up, sit down, kneel, you know, take stand a up shot. again, sit, yeah, take a yeah. shot, not get in a line, yeah. go back to your seat. You know, it wasn't it wasn't First that. It was it, more engaging. Veronica gets yeah. up. Veronica gets up there. We we're looking at each other. What does Father Mike do? Opens up his book, takes out a post a note, puts. My name on me, her name on her her flowers, and goes. All right, now I know your names. Nice. Yeah, that's, how he's, that's what. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like it. It, oh, it yeah. is a total icebreaker. Yeah. Like yeah. awesome. That's what I mean. It's just for that kind of engagement is is great. And not a lot of people were into it. Like, didn't you have a few people who were like less than pleased with the Again, how casual oh, the ceremony was? Oh, God. Like I was saying, the whole that non-Vatican two thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 like, why isn't he turned around and looking at the cross the whole time? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. who wanted He's it? He's breaking the rules. He's like a little rebel in his own way, which was yeah. great because it makes it more human. Yes. And like right. I said, if he was around when I was a child, I w- I'd be a stronger Catholic today. Yeah. I'd be going. Yeah. I would be going to every one of his masses. I don't care yeah. what church he got shipped off to. You know, yeah. anybody listening, if you want to comment on the site, if you want to, yeah, I put email a new contact in. form up on the site. So there you go. So go you to the contact can, pad, uh, page. Yeah, and, send uh, us an email. You yeah, don't need yeah. to publish a comment necessarily on the blog or on the site. If you have, you know, you want two cents, you want to deposit in the onlypodcast.com account. <laughs> please yeah. do. Yeah, because please. we we want to hear it. You know, we're not looking to, like I said, we're not looking to debate. If we want to do that, Taggart would have been sitting here shooting down everybody's yeah. uh, opinion. Exactly, and, and getting and, very, and very angry by now. But yeah, well, that's the thing. Like we we just want the discussion, just a regular adult discussion. We're not exactly. trying to sell Still would like to have a anybody. discussion with him, not even not necessarily. We on will mic, not record that. No, on we, microphone. we will not have that on mic because again, he's he's a. I think very he should hear this first and then give like give an opinion on what he thinks of what we said, and then I'd like to. He broke it. He broke it down like this. He turned around and said he does not have a problem with individuals' beliefs, like yours, Joe's. Oh, yeah. I don't think he would think any less of us. If, no, you know. no, like he that. doesn't. He, he has a problem him. with... He reli- hates me. No, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, no, if you yeah, were to start talking, he, he probably would. He, pro- he probably <laughs> would, in he all might, honesty. actually. Because you are, you are the most devout of all of us. Yeah. If you, yeah, he would... Re- no, and it wouldn't be nice, and that's why t- he even turned around and said, I can't be part of this show. So, I, he... Gracefully bowed out, the, if you for will, for the betterment of the show, not for you the know. sake of like, oh, I want to stir the pot, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, he and he has nothing against you as a person. It's just you know your belief, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. And I think that's that about sums it up for this week. You know, we tried to avoid controversy by not having Ryan here. We brought in someone who was very devout, so we could have a broader range of uh, intelligence perspectives. Perspectives, yeah. 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 So that's what it's all about. Exactly. And it was a nice debate. It was good having you here, Joe. But for this week. This is Andrew. This is Jack. This is Chris. This is Veronica. And this is Joe. Thank you for listening to the only podcast that matters. (laughs) 